Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 162 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my faithful co-hosts. Ooh, faithful. I, I appreciate that word. Uh, no my name's Craig. My name's Craig, showing faithful today. <laughs> my name is also Craig, um, taking a break from killing 10,000 demons to be here. Yes, Thousands of I, I, did, I didn't want to, but I am here. I'm f- <laughs> fulfilling my obligation. Isn't that the uh, Isn't that the rent song? Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred. Yep, you demons. got it. <laughs> yeah, we could change it. We could make one. Okay, I uh, that that reference woof right over the head. Oh my god, he doesn't know rent. Uh, it's okay. I don't know. He doesn't, rent. He doesn't know rent. Know we'll know get rent. you caught up. Okay. We're not a theater right. podcast though, so that's fair. We could be. But what it I'm going to get you guys caught up on is the news this week. Mm. That's what oh I'm guess. yes. Uh, news this week, uh, there isn't a lot, to be completely honest. Uh, we're looking at a little bit of a segment today as well with the news. So overall, just like news-wise, I have the Joy-Cons are being released in pastel colors. Nope. Uh, there's like a purple, a green, mm-hmm. a orange-like cream sort of uh, sort of color, and a pinkish one. They all the, the colors don't look too bad. Not that I need any excuse to buy more Joy-Cons. I, have, I don't need them. So I will avoid buying joy cons uh for the moment here but i thought the pastel colors i think they're they're very similar to the pastel colors that are available on the animal crossing switch so i have a feeling that maybe enough they did a survey and people were like give us more pastel colors so they gave us more pastel colors at what point does do we stop looking at the crayola box to figure out what (laughs) other colors we can put joy cons in stop trying to get me to spend money i'm still on my originals that's good. That's, I traded. I think. Well, yeah, I sold my originals with my old Switch. So. I don't even know how how old they are now. At what that point? When did the Switch come out? Oh, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, was it? maybe. Some, yeah. Okay. I I think they're I yeah six years old. Yeah, I think there's my six Switch years six old. years old. Yeah. Holy cow! All right, that's old. Yeah, that's I like am... eighty in gaming years. <laughs> it really <Yeah>. is. <laughs> You know, Craig, though, I'm proud of you. There's two reasons why I have bought Joy-Cons since the Switch came out. They were either Zelda-related mm-hmm. um, or Drift-related due to specifically Super Smash Brothers. So those are the only reasons. <laughs> I'm proud you're still that your Joy-Cons are still holding true because... They drift sometimes. On occasion, okay. they will, and then I have to smack it back, and then it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm too like I'm too stubborn to buy more because in my mind I don't play it enough to justify yeah. spending what are they seventy right? Yeah, seventy set. for a pair. Yeah, yeah. Like in my mind, even though I know I need new ones, and like I'll drop two hundred on the Elite controller, I just can't bring myself to spend seventy on a on Joy Cons. Yeah. We then next have the MetaQuest 3 trailer coming yeah. out. Uh, we did speculate mm. on this. It was pretty much one of the worst kept, I guess, secrets of them. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how this thing sells because I think a lot of people are still happy with their Quest 2s. Like maybe if you have an original Quest, maybe it's time for you to upgrade or how they sell this to more people because the Quest 2 was such a success. How do yep. you follow that up? And, you know, there are definitely big improvements. They're looking, they're working on thinner and lighter. I did not see really any improvements to the head strap, which is what I was worried about. That thing still looks like it'll mm. break. Yep. So 
uh, we'll see what the reviews are like when they come out. But um, like overall, I just think people have been like, okay, it's time for a Quest 3 because I'll buy it. And then we'll see whether or not people actually buy it. Starting at $500, right? Yes. That's like the base one. Mm-hmm. And then the MetaQuest 2 is dropping to what? Three or two? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I think it depends on the gigabyte version. Right. Um, yeah. I will say this, though, because it's funny. I watched that trailer and like I still use my Quest 2 quite a bit. Not every day, but almost every day. Um, and I still do like Supernatural and stuff. And it's funny that like my wife doesn't use VR and her reasoning for it was that it's too heavy on her head. So she's actually interested in the newer version because she oh, feels okay. like she might be able make sense. It, it might not be as heavy on her head. It does look quite a bit thinner. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like the other stuff, like the full color pass through instead of the black and white. Okay, sure. And then I guess a better processor, right? Yeah. And then yes. I did check uh, as well. Uh it's kind of dropping in in weird areas here. So the 128 gigabyte looks like it's going to drop to 270. Okay. And then the 256 drops to 300, which it's not bad. That, why would you not go for the 256 gigabyte? One oh, right my then? God. Right. Right. So the only thing from that trailer that I'm curious about is when they're mentioning the games and obviously they're mentioning that you'll be able to play all the old ones. Um, is this going to be an issue where all the games coming out are, are not going to be compatible with the quest two, yeah. you know? Cause like they do mention like, Oh, it's better processor, faster, smoother gameplay. And you can still play all the old ones. I was like, Oh boy, am I getting into the thing where like a year from now, you know, I can't, out. I can't buy any games anymore mm-hmm. without upgrading my quest two, which would be kind of a bummer. So in my opinion, I was like, do I, I don't even know. Can you trade in a quest two anywhere? I don't think you can. Oh. I a lot of the same rules as like headphones and things right. like that. Like it has to do with yeah. hygiene. It's like, so do I, I try and sell it on Facebook Marketplace and then get you know get the new one? But then I got to wipe it and all that and make sure my information isn't on there. I don't know. Like I'm, I don't know if I want to spend five hundred dollars, but I am interested at least. And I yeah, guess that goes to yeah. I was gonna say I'm trying to figure out the trade in price for a Quest Two if you can. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good question. That's a very good question. Like, do you think GameStop will do some sort of promo? That's uh, what I, that's the first place I went to because right. uh, like when it gets closer because they said fall. So like, do they do like uh, we'll give you, you know, 250 trade credit towards the Quest Three? I might be tempted, honestly, if that's the case just to upgrade and maybe trade in my switch too and get a newer one. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it all at once. (laughs) But uh, yeah, if you guys want to go into your news while I try to see if this is a thing that that anyone can do, to be honest. uh... (laughs) Sure. Um, All right. So first one I have, obviously we're going to talk about Diablo and games played this week. Diablo four, not technically out unless you bought the more expensive versions you could play this week. Um, but I did want to talk about the cosmetic prices uh, that are going in the shop right now. Now, again, these are just, no, um, these are cosmetic, right? So like they don't affect gameplay at all, but some of these that I was looking at um, a single cosmetic. Now in Diablo three, you could buy a set of armor and use it between all your classes and Diablo four. You cannot. 
So they are specific to the classes, which is kind of a bummer. But I'm seeing some cosmetic armor that's like $28 a piece. What? Um, That's a lot. That is a lot. And I know it's cosmetic, so you don't have to buy it. But that's a whole lot of money for an in-game armor set. Yeah. Yeah. Normal clothing is cosmetic. <laughs> and there's stuff that's like lower in price than that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other stuff, like, um, I think I got, like, two different ones for the horse, like your mount that came with uh-huh. the addition. But there's some other horse mount items that aren't as expensive. But, yeah, some of it is, like, that's, like, Call of Duty prices for skins. That's wild. That is wild. Yeah. But there's whales out there who are going to buy it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people people are excited for this game. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I was a billionaire, I'd buy one. But not a millionaire. Only if I was a billionaire. I honestly don't care what my character looks like that one, that yeah. much. I really don't. Maybe once you get towards the end game, then you start like, you know, really messing with like the dyes to change the color and all that kind of stuff. But for the moment, I'm just like, I, I don't care what mm-hmm. it looks like. Just let me play. Uh, all right. Next one is this. I thought this was interesting. Arcane talking about Redfall um, said that they were hoping that Microsoft was actually going to cancel the game so that they could remake it as a single player game. But then Microsoft said, no, put it out. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. (laughs) So they, they knew it was bad (laughs) before it came out. They were like, yeah, let's, I, I, you picture them like in a boardroom, like pleading, like, please don't make us put this out. It's going to hurt our reputation, even though it's already pretty bad. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Do you think a single-player version with more time would have helped it, though? Any, any More time in the oven, just in general, would have helped it. Definitely, that cancellation combined with the, the amount of more time they would have to be able to work on it. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if that... I don't know if more time helps this game. Yeah, and, and like specifically, anybody who had a single-player experience with it had a worse experience. Mm-hmm than which, the multiplayer at least which yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was pretty so, bad <laughs> i don't know how you take that concept and make it single player make it like a debt your own a, a vampire death loop i don't know yeah like <laughs> without like you know some yeah, of the that mechanics sounds that like they really had in the that only game. way yeah vampire dishonored yeah. something like that yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe that's better maybe that would work but that's not like the like the core of this game is not that style of game though so i don't know I mean, they would have to have been like years from now, right? Like yeah, there's two a or lot three more years. You'd have to remake that game from scratch. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I'll combine these two because they're kind of quick. Uh, one, Spider-Man Two. The world map is twice the size of the first game. Good or bad? I always lean towards bad. I hate when I things think get it's bigger. Spi- I say it's I good. Think, okay. I think in Spider-Man, it's a little unique because. Okay. Yeah. I like, and of course, this it just goes with these two most recent Spider-Mans. It's fun to swing around. It is. It is. So, like that, that would be where I'm actually kind of happier that it's bigger because I can't tell you like, and I'll talk about into the spy. Uh, sorry, across the Spider Verse mm-hmm. a little bit later, but uh, just like swinging around is almost like therapeutic in a it way. Is. It and is when it when it's done fun, and in both recent games, it's fun. So. You know, I, yeah. I do think that it's actually not a bad thing for this game. I 
I agree. And speaking of therapeutic, how about, uh, you know, swinging around and then just kind of letting yourself drop and then getting that last swing right before you hit Mm -hmm. the traffic and you can hear the traffic on the ground as you're swinging past. It's It's a little caveats like that. It does seem like you move faster in this game, too, like a lot faster. Yeah, there are better like traversal ways because you see a lot of the times now that like the spider men in this game are using themselves as like slingshots. Right. In a way, which is probably, you know, the, the easiest way to do it, you know, get on top of the Avengers building or, a, <laughs> or a, you know, the Empire State building and slingshot your way across to whether it's Long Island or Manhattan or how whatever is bigger yeah. in this game. Yeah. Um, the other one that kind of goes with it a little, it's not Spider-Man, but Final Fantasy seven Rebirth um, will have a high degree of freedom when exploring outside Midgar which is, I think, exactly what I wanted to hear. Because for me, mm. once you get out of Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, that's where it's like wide open, go wherever you want. And back then, they didn't really tell you where to go. Um, you just had to kind of figure it out. But yeah. I was hoping that was going to be the case. So for that, for me, that's good news that they're kind of sticking towards what you expect. I'll just yeah. play whatever. Because <laughs> I've never played yeah, just, it. A, just announce it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at this Give us point. a date. Yeah. Give us a date. But that you is think, that is nice. You, you think one of these uh, one of these conferences has to have it, right? Yeah, oh. and it, oh, I'm yeah. personally thinking like March of next year. I don't okay. think it comes out this year, but I think when did didn't the other one come March. out in like February or something or January? It was real early. Final Fantasy yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do remember. Mm-hmm. I think February, if I remember correctly. It was like right at the beginning of the year. I remember that. Um, and then the last one I have is. Uh, I got to talk about this Silent Hill Ascension. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the trailer. Did you I watch did the trailer, is it, Craig? Is it newly released trailer? Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't peep that. No, I just okay. remember the uh, compilations of the other you ones. Might need back to, when you they might need to watch it while Craig explains this. <clears throat> yeah. So here's the thing that's kind of making me. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, Silent Hill Ascension is going to be. I don't even know how to explain the way they're trying to explain it. It's like a uh, everybody decides what happens in this, but it's not like a a like game you play. It's almost like something we're all going to watch and vote on what the character does. And then that determines what happens. As if like and just to like use it as an explanation, kind of like if Until Dawn was like, yeah, yeah. I think and, so. And you made like, decision, and like online I people think made so. the decision, and that decided. They're very like they're not saying a whole lot, but it's weird because I was expecting like, all right, what is this game going to be? And I'm not even sure if it's going to be a game. More well, so that this is something we're all watching and voting on. I'm watching the trailer right yeah. now. What was that Netflix movie? They dropped a, a Netflix movie. The one where you pick stuff? The one where you pick stuff. Yeah. Uh, and wasn't that was one a fun... of them called Bumper Catch or something like that? It was or... some... Yes, yeah. yes. You're right. You're right. There it, was was a, some... it was a name like that. There was a WWE one they did that was like Choose Your Own Adventure. Um, there was a Black Mirror episode that I you think could that's choose. The that's yep. what it was. I, yep. So I, I don't know. Like I'm assuming that's what this is going to be. I don't think there's anything in this game that we're controlling. I really think it's just like, we're all going to watch these. I'm going to say episodes and then vote. And they're going to have like two or three different versions. And then whatever gets the most, they'll put that version out. Hmm. It's just very weird. 
it's not what I want out of Silent Hill, but I guess it could no. be cool. Maybe. I mean, I know this is one of 80 Silent Hill projects. <laughs> right, right. But I don't know. I The concept is ambitious. Uh, yeah. The only thing that I could say from that trailer, though, the the for lack of a better term, the ghouls or whatever you yeah. would consider, like the enemies look dope. I saw they some do. things in there I've never seen Silent Hill ever do. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's pretty ambitious there. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. This could be Maybe a good a way for somebody like Barry who doesn't like horror games to experience Silent Hill. Right? Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. This, is, <laughs> this sounds it's really weird. so weird. I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. That They're just so out there on everything they're doing, Silent Hill. I don't get it. Yeah. I feel like they're going like, to mess it, them all up. It's probably because of the flexibility. If you are yeah. talking about doing five, what was it, five? Five or six mm-hmm. Silent Hills. Yeah. You have you have the flexibility to do different concepts, but like that's not necessarily the best thing, which is to the point that's being made here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, 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 I mean, for ba- Barry, it could be a great way for him to experience <laughs> that. I, Barry, I can tell you if Let's there's a game, a game that's scary. Barry. That's what's Barry happening. Talk, he's a, a game horror game veteran at this point. <laughs> Silent you know? Hill, Barry. You have you have played your fair share of horror games at this point. I consider you a veteran now. I wish I yeah. felt like one. Resident right. Evil, Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Eight, Dead Space. That's that's a good lineup that you played. Yeah, through. and don't count Callisto Protocol. That's not scary at all. No, that wasn't scary. But yeah. I mean, that's no. another one. So I mean, yeah, you're you're a veteran at this point. Uh, Barry, Thanks, guys. Below, the below chapter was scary. Don't pretend like that wasn't. <laughs> no, I no that was no that was fine. I wasn't scared of. I wouldn't. I wasn't scared of below. I didn't it have was any not, issues with that. Okay. It was not fine. I will watch you play that without <laughs> wincing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little uneasy. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. <laughs> all right. So I um, I got some news on the rumor mill. Apparently there is a, well, Square Enix was hinting at another big release happening in 2023. And the same user who predicted that Persona 3 remake was going to be a thing coming up in, in the announcement and such like that um, also predicted that, and I don't know if you're ready for this, guys, <laughs> but it's going to be a Final Fantasy IX remake. So Give me that. For, so for people like my childhood, forget 8, forget your first Final Fantasy ever. Yeah, like people why like would me you who do in, that? I... I I don't know. They're still doing seven. Mm-hmm. You're going to skip eight, which is also a revered Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and go straight to nine. Now, don't get me wrong. I love nine. Same. For specific reasons, it's a, it's, a, it's it's its own game. There's nothing like it, and the characters in it. But that's the rumor going around. I know we have 80 million um, events coming up where it could be announced, but I don't know what you guys thought of that, you know. That makes me a little angry. It, it's not so much angry for me as it is like, and, and here's the thing that I need to try and understand. And maybe I'll get your two opinions on this. Probably the games that could be remastered because like someone like me never played them are like final fantasy one, two, three, and four, right. like early final fantasy. But do you feel like how I feel is like, do they not remaster them? Because like, they are these kind of, like they're almost untouchable. Like this is what started the final fantasy franchise. If they were to remake them, 
in the light of a Final Fantasy VII, would yeah, we in can't. some way diminish? You can't. Like, yeah, those, two, so those 2D graphic games, you, you can't. And they just had that collection that came out that like you can't remaster. find. That's, exactly. I think that, oh, I yeah, think that's yeah. the best version to get, right? Is I don't think you change the pixel Final Fantasies. Like mm -hmm. uh, Nintendo to Super Nintendo, that era of Final Fantasy, I think you just leave alone. Like you can make them look better, but you don't do the whole remaster treatment. I think 7 is the right answer of where you start, right? When it got to pixels, like PlayStation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You yeah. go from 7 on, but for me, like, you don't skip over eight. I know like when you look at seven, eight, nine, ten, eight, I think is the one that people will, if you had to drop one, would drop personally. Um, me, I wouldn't. I'd probably drop ten over eight. Um, oh, but that's hard. It is, yeah, but I, there's I, a lot of people who would disagree for sure. Right, right. I would take seven, eight, nine. You don't drop seven is the best one. I'll yeah. I'll die in the hill of seven is the best final fantasy. I know people say two and three. Um but for me, six is also up there. Six. Yep. Um, but for me, seven is the best Final Fantasy ever made. And I honestly think that nine is the second. Um, and then wow. I do because I really like nine. Eight is somewhere. I don't know. But I don't think you skip over eight if you're going to remaster games. That's a no, classic. No. You know, what we need to do. We need uh -oh. to gather ourselves <laughs> and like 10 other Final Fantasy fans and their yeah. families. And we need, to, we need to have this as the Thanksgiving discussion because this, <laughs> this sounds like the one thing that would ruin a Thanksgiving. Oh, like if you would start talking because that's that's hard. Those four mm -hmm. specifically, like which one do you drop? Yeah. I mean, perfect world. We wouldn't drop any of them. But if you do that whole like desert island thing where you can only take three and not four. Which right. ones do you take? You would get a wide variety of answers, you know, um, and some pretty good emotion behind those answers. I guess if you're looking at just the PlayStation one era, which is seven, eight and nine, then eight's the one that gets dropped. Easily. Because seven and nine are just that much better, but easily. I, I, I easily. Yeah, easily. Nine is fantastic. That's an incredible game. Um, and seven's untouchable. So like I. I don't know. For me, like 10 is good, but I don't hold it as high as everybody else does. I have the same feeling of like we were talking about last week, Metal Gear Solid 2 being the first PlayStation 2 Metal Gear Solid. So that's why mm -hmm. it had that's what 10 felt like to me. It was like, oh, yep. my God, look at these graphics. Um, yep. It tells and a great story. There's some, <laughs> and those cutscenes. Mm -hmm. but i i would have trouble eight is my favorite but it was my first one so okay. it's kind of hard to move that needle um but nine is a fantastic game and seven yep. we don't have to talk about as being fantastic we know it's basically in the smithsonian and <laughs> <laughs> it really is <laughs> so man but we just got to keep our eyes and ears to the to the wind is that a thing whatever to the ground whatever <laughs> Um, just to kind of see what these things, uh, what these next events coming up with uh, are offering. Speaking of Metal Gear Solid, that's actually my next thing. Konami released a statement. Um, they will not be changing anything from the original story in the upcoming Metal Gear Solid 3, Delta, Gamma, Sweet. Epsilon. <laughs> um, they will not be changing the story. Um, they also actually have people internally working on the project who were working on the original Metal Gear project as well. To that end, they will not be inviting back 
voices or voice actors from the original games. It looks like what they're going to be doing is using the original recordings or the original dialogue from the other games, which is not that bad if that's what they're going to do. But that's a little update. I know that there was a lot of hype when they, that trailer, well, yeah, when that trailer came out um, during the PlayStation event, but obviously 80 million questions popped up. Konami was quick to respond. Don't know if you guys have any, um, good on them. Anything. Yeah, you can clean up those original audio recordings and it'll be fine. I don't think. And I think there's there's a little bit of I guess um almost like fondness of like those old, you know, snake talking over the radio. <laughs> yep. Sort of like sort of Metal like, Gear. It yeah. would be I think it would be really hard to like, redo that with Otacon. today's like technology. Yeah, like Otacon. Otacon. Metal Gear. <laughs> That was good. That was real good. It's a Metal Gear. It's a, yeah. He was just every game. He was flabbergasted that that somebody created another yeah. nuclear shooting mech of some sort. Man, I got I got I got to watch the memes of that stuff again. There's some really good stuff with uh, with with those memes. You guys are literally uh, going to make me take all my Metal Gears and Final Fantasies off the shelf and play through them again. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I would Seriously. say hold off on Final Fantasy with with you know sixteen coming out in the next couple True. of weeks. Just True. do you know, Ooh, yeah. Metal Gear stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I have a couple of quick firing ones. Um, I just have to reiterate that Tears of the Kingdom is the fastest selling Nintendo game of all time. I just had to say it. It happened. It happened. Um, and to that end, with the new releases that are coming out, uh, or that came out, sorry, Diablo and Street Fighter Six have both been released to, well, sorry, not Diablo 4 yet, unless you purchase, like Craig said earlier, um, the more expensive copies, but quite the critical acclaim for both games. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Street Fighter Six is the fastest downloaded game, fastest selling game, oh, sorry, whatever you call it on Steam. The most played, sorry, fighting game already on Steam is what I meant. Um, I don't know if I was expecting Street Fighter Six to have this type of impact. I think that trailers over the years have made me skeptical on whether games are going to be good or not. But apparently everybody who has touched this game um, and I hear what is the best about it is the accessibility for people who mm-hmm. are not fighter game people, which is, I guess, us three. We Did yep. we talk about that? In, so... Yeah. I'm now re-examining whether I want to play that game or not. I don't know if you gentlemen did. We did not get to games played yet this week, but you just wait. I can't wait <laughs> now. But um, yeah, both Diablo Four and um, Street Fighter Six have been acclaimed already in their short lifespan in the public's hand. So very excited to see that. Yeah, both games look uh, good. Uh, I'm I'm not re-examining myself as to I know fighting games aren't for me. Sorry, the moment you get the moment the word you say frame data, I'm like no, yeah, no. yeah, frame yeah. data, you lose me. Fighting games are intimidating; they really are. Yeah, they are. They they are if you play. So like I could see myself playing them by myself single player. I think they become intimidating multiplayer because that's got like if we think we get smacked during like Call of Duties and. You know, all those type of like first person shooter games when you're playing multiplayer. People who play fighting games are mm-hmm. are they're marvels. Different like, breed. Yeah. They're a different breed. Yep. So but yeah, that's all I had. 
All right. I did forget to say one uh, main thing was it was just a small quick fire one as well. Uh, Spider-Verse has grossed over 280 million Oof. in the first three days since it came out. Uh, we're going to be talking about that in movies of uh, uh, coming up for us, but just wanted to throw that out there uh, and let's get into games. Yeah. Games this week are my final thoughts yes. on Finished. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All I'm done. The first. I'm the first one of my friends to beat it. Wow. How? So I don't know it, how. It's, it's and and put, your, put your hour count down. Um, how long? Let me, I, I think it's like 70 hours. Should I go get my Switch? Yes. And get like 70 a, get like hours? A, that's, yeah. yeah that, that, it blew my mind that 70 yeah, hours and he beat it. Hey, look, it might just be 60. We'll see. Go ahead. Because You're be, not only, enjoying it. So we we talked about a little of this before we started recording, Barry and I. And my thing that I asked him, I was like, how long did it take? And he said, oh, I think it's like 70. Every other person that I've seen online, uh, reviews have all said at least 100. And when yep. he said 70, I, I was like, did you skip everything? He didn't but enjoy I guess, it. He, but I guess he 70 is a, that's a lot of hours for a he, game. What he did is he ordered the best steak in the steakhouse <laughs> and he just devoured it instead uh-huh. of enjoying it. But he can always go back. Piece. Right. He could go and play more. He can. I mean, the post game is just essentially just, you know, clean up. I think you can even yeah clean up. And I think you'd even, you can even go back and just fight Ganon again. I don't even know if Ganon's okay. the final boss. I'm, I know. He, well, I, I mean, the game's eluding. He has to 75 be. All right. Hours. 75 hours. I'm mad. Okay. okay. <laughs> Craig's pretty mad over here at you, by the way. I, I just capped 100. I just capped 100 and I still have two dungeons beat. You know why? Because I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy it. Like oh a true God. Zelda fan, and I'm saying I'm, it. I'm gonna get into it. I will get okay. into what I have done. And I still haven't uh, I touched wait. it two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> Took a nice healthy break. Um, okay. Did you play anything else besides Zelda? I actually played like Miles. I played Miles Spider Man, Miles Morales. <laughs> I was I was gonna download that again. I saw it was on PlayStation Plus and I was like, I kinda wanna play through it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I own well, it. I, I, I've been playing Miles Morales again okay, because of it. Um, yeah. and, we'll, and we'll get into it. We'll sure. get into it a bit more. Craig's uh, just a happy man now. He is. Uh, just, all right. So, so for me this week, I did finish uh, my replay through of Last of Us Part Two with my daughter. That game still holds up as one of the best games ever made, hands down. Um, so besides that, uh, Diablo 4, for sure. Uh, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 6. And uh, I have a... Uh, a little apex rant for this oh week. Oh God. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So if I was walking in somewhere, I'm going to use a food example again. Okay. If I was walking in and I saw all of what Craig just said, put on a menu, mm-hmm. I would say I'm going to be here for eight hours and I'm going to enjoy every single <laughs> second. You got a rant. Yep. I do. You've got a, one of the best games of all time that you played mm-hmm. with your daughter. Yep. You have Street Fighter Six and Diablo Four, which we just talked about the acclaim there. So one of everything I'm on going, the menu. It's a big week. I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, my week is small. I am still playing Tears, but I also do have a good chunk. I'd say about six to ten, maybe closer on the ten hours into Diablo Four. Wow. Um, I could be, I could be wrong, but if I was ballparking, I would say in between six and ten. Definitely. How many? So. How many characters have you started? I took your advice because we were texting yeah. throughout the week, and <laughs> yeah. I st- I stuck to Necromancer, but I okay. do have my first takes. I think because uh, I I've only done one so far, and I think I'm at like level fifteen, I think. 
in Diablo. But anyway, um, Barry, let's go. Okay. I'm, I'm snuggled in. Yeah, let's Tears go. of the Kingdom, my final thoughts. You will never hear let's me go. talk about this game again. Till the end of the year. Uh, for the, uh, till the, the end, end of the year. year. So mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I'll give you guys kind of an idea of what was going on uh, in my thought process this week. I And here's the thing, and Craig, you should know better as well for this as a, as a Zelda veteran. <laughs> you go and you go and complete every single little detail of a Zelda game. Do you know what happens when you go to the end of the game? It's a cakewalk, right? It's underwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. underwhelming. And it's the, it is that with every almost every single Zelda game in in history. That's fair. It's fair. I started playing one day with about three dungeons to go. And I've done I've done over a hundred shrines. It's not like I haven't put my time in to Zelda. But I wanted to feel something. During the final boss battle, I wanted I I didn't want to go in there and be the I I wanted I wanted to struggle uh, Mm -hmm. with this uh, with the final approach to Zelda. So I put in a 12 hour gaming session to finish breath uh, to finish. Sorry, Breath of the Wild 2.0 or Tears of the Kingdom, no matter how you put it. (laughs) And so I did. And. Final thoughts are uh, the way I played the game is how you should play Zelda. Stop trying to 100% everything. If you really want to 100% it and you're really having that much fun with the game, you'll go back to it, mm. uh, is my thinking. I haven't felt the ending of this game like uh, the most recent comparison for me is Skyward Sword. Um, and I know Skyward Sword is a little bit mixed because of its um, the way that game changes things up. But the boss battle for Skyward Sword and like how I how underprepared I was for both of the boss battles here make like the victorious moments a million times better. And I and I desperately mean it when I when I beat Ganondorf in Skyward Sword, I I was jumping up in my house because I he killed me like at least 20 plus times before I because I I didn't have a good enough shield, apparently, is what I was missing there. It's the same thing with Tears of the Kingdom here. Ganondorf is hard. He's not, but he's not unbeatable, to be honest. To be honest, the approach to Ganondorf, like the final bit of it, is harder than Ganondorf himself. So keep that, uh, like, keep that in mind there. But the ending of this game um, will go down as one of the best ones in Zelda, in Zelda lifetime for me. Upwards with Skyward Sword. Uh, Ocarina? Ocarina as well. Um, Ocarina, yeah, Ocarina, Twilight Princess, and Tears of the Kingdom have three of the best endings in Zelda. Like, and for me, the boss battle was tough. I got like I beat him first try, but it's what I wanted. Like, I beat Ganondorf, and I was screaming, "Let's go!" You know, <laughs> in in my house, and uh, the ending of it, and I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, of course. Um, I was emotional like I uh, like th- there was a little bit of it and there's a certain sequence in which like people will uh, like I had shivers go down my spine like dur- uh, like during one of the endings. That's how into the All game right. I was 12 hours and finally okay. finishing it was like, OK, this was 150 percent worth it. I get why people don't want to like. 
I get why people are trying to 100% the game and get every shrine. If you're getting every Korok seed, I'm sorry, but you're a psychopath. Um, yep. Yes. I, I, oh my I want to throw every single Korok seed like into the ocean and never have them get to their friends ever again. Like, Isn't there like 256 of them? Pause, Barry. Real, real quick, a question yeah. for you. Since yes. I didn't play um, Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. In my me playing through this game, can I just not do those? Will I lose something by not doing you know, them? So I haven't, I didn't look up like, uh, and okay. it could be a spoiler because in Breath of the Wild, you got something completely useless for doing all of the Korok seeds. Okay. So I didn't want to waste my time doing it. Mm. I feel like, to be honest, not getting all the Korok seed makes the game more difficult. Like, okay. yeah. you don't have 15 different weapons to choose from. You have to pick your weapon strategically. Okay, okay. I need some rock smashing weapons i need some weapon dealing i need some spears and that kind of thing and i like that like mm -hmm. i like the stress of having a limited um inventory whether it's with bows swords or sh you know weapons so like keep that in mind i haven't seen what it is i imagine they had to do something at least a little bit better than what they gave you in breath of the wild be but sure. if it's another one of those things where it's completely useless thank god i didn't have another second thought okay. about Korok yeah. seeds. It's just like when I when I'm playing it and I'm like, all right, I'm headed to this whatever objective and then on my way I see one off to the side, right? Like mm -hmm. is it worth my time to veer off and spend 5 minutes cuz this guy's like, "Get me over to my friend," which is all the way over there, or do I just forget it and keep going? Because it doesn't do seem it. like it really gives me anything. I mean, do it so you can like most people are okay with maybe, I don't know, 10 weapon slots. Okay. Six to ten bow slots, depending on your play style. They really lean on bows in this game. And like mm -hmm. you don't really have to upgrade the shield spot, to be yeah. honest. Like if you want to, you can. So I don't know. I usually try to have ten ten to fifteen slots for weapons because I want to make sure I got everything. Okay. And then six to ten bows. So if I run across honest. them in my playthrough, I should just do them. But I don't need to actively search them out. I Don't and to be done. honest, I wouldn't even like if you think it's going to take more than five minutes to solve it, leave it alone. Like a lot of the okay. times it's a random rock that you pick up and you get a Korok seed. That's fine. Yeah. Like and, and this is why, like, I've had a couple of days to process my endings with the game. One, I really wish they'd just bring back like 100 gold Skullkulas, things that were in, you know, oh, yes. um, in, in Ocarina of Time. There's so much easier to just, you know. It's it's such an easier pill to swallow when I only have to worry about maybe a hundred of them rather than thousand or hundreds <laughs> of Korok seeds. Um, and at least at the at the end of Ocarina of Time, you do all the golden spiders. You get something at least worth it at mm -hmm. the end. That's kind of cool and unique where in in Breath of the in Tears of the Kingdom, it's not it's not worth it. <laughs> I, I truly don't think it is. I think I got through the game maybe doing 40 Okay. And that's like some of them mm. being those, you know, help your friend get over and you get two instead of one. Mm -hmm. um, but I I actively like I ignored them and, or I tortured them like <laughs> I would strap a rocket to one of them, lift them off, walk away mm -hmm. um, sort, sort of thing. Walk so. away. Yep. That's the important step. Walk away. I was like firing them into like uh, chasms in the ground and stuff. Yep. I'm just like, yep. Love it. <laughs> get out of here. Oh. Oh, speaking of that, Barry, I fall into a very small demographic of Zelda player, and I think that's why I'm over 100 hours. I am accidentally prolonging this game. 
Hmm. I'm not seeking out every Korok seed. I am not doing every shrine. Sometimes the game just accidental. Sorry, just for me, it's just interesting. And then that's my accidental playthrough. Like I'll Uh be like, what's over here? And then it happens. But I do like your mentality of playing it, especially for people like us who have umpteen amount of games that are still coming out this year, including a like very a, a very close i feel final fantasy 16 coming out with diablo and street fighter 6 looming you know what i mean mm-hmm. for people like us that are playing a bunch of games and have a bunch of games we're excited to play i like your mentality of approaching zelda and then going back and doing it you could still you could still do everything after you beat ganon you know, I want to so. I want to explore the depths more. I am a okay with going back to the game and doing more of the depths. Like I have enough hearts problem. now to where like I don't anything that hits me isn't a one hit kill, and that's what I care about. I don't when the game feels unfair is when I feel like you need to start going for shrines or upgrading your armor and going for monster parts, and like with it as well. Like now that you're done with it, kind of the honeymoon period is over. The UI is, like, terrible. I'm sorry, yeah, but the yeah. amount of scrolling you have to do, and it shouldn't be, like, three different, like, you either go by Zonai, like, weapons that come first, fuse power type, or most used. And, like, I get most used, like, that makes sense there, but when you go to, like, fuse something, you need to, like, travel 30 seconds sometimes to find what you're looking for, and sometimes you pass it. Like, there really should have been a better way of organizing that and making it so that way somebody doesn't have to scroll a minute to two minutes to find what they're looking for, especially if it's something niche. Like, you're looking for a a certain Lizalvos tail in order to fuse it to your weapon. That's not going to be in most used because because you're not looking for that very often. It's not going to be, and depending on the type of tail, it's not going to be in fuse, uh, fuse power. Mm -hmm. So now you're stuck with, okay, I got to scroll for some sort of time. And like the Zonai weapons I get, like I, for the most part for Zonai weapons, instead of ever going to that sorting type, I just went into the menu and picked the Zonai weapons I want or Zonai mm. devices. So that way I could just build whatever I want from there. Uh, but yeah, like overall, again, the game isn't perfect. I truly believe it doesn't deserve a 10. I, after my time with it, I give it like a 9.5. Maybe if if I have to like go in that area, the ending for me is enough, and it was it was fantastic. I can't wait for more people to get into it because it's it's also really hard being like one of the only one of like the people to finish it to ask like okay how do you feel like about the game? And I have I I have one friend that beat uh, like beat it, and he had and he had said that he enjoyed like the final boss battle, but he agrees it's too easy when you have all the hearts. You have the Hylian shield. You have the, um, you have the max. Mas- you know, yeah. You master, well, the master sword, sword with- is kind of a needed. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's more or less like upgrading your armor to the point where it's maxed out, so you're taking even less damage. Like okay. the, the final boss battle does a lot of good things, and that's what I enjoyed about it. Again, it's one of the best ones, and. Again, if you're a Zelda fan, like I get having the wondrous portion of like going out there and like and discovering. I get like the thrill of discovery with the with these two, you know, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom games. But the ending is paramount to any game, anything we ever watch in media. The ending is paramount. 
if you go in there and you're underwhelmed with get, with the final boss battle, it's because you kind of did it to yourself. Uh, you made it too easy. If you wanted, if you wanted it to be harder, you needed to not, you know, max out everything or spend 200 hours in the game and then beat the boss. Mm, Keep that in mind. Right. right. Keep that in. Is this um, in mind? When we get to the end of the year, where you stand right now, is this something you're going to be fighting for number one or not? We have to see. Like yeah. the ending is, it's good. I okay. can't wait for more people to play it. And like the ending itself gave me like a top seven game after the ending it's now like in probably my top five okay for sure but i would just need to again figure out what the rest of the games have to offer this year because i i feel like everybody and their mother's gonna have this as their game of the year most likely year, right not us three right but i mean in general like when you look but, at yeah. like game awards and, and ign oh, and yeah, all, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be everywhere right game of the year game of the year game of the year i was just curious if you think like it has a potential to be game of the year for you. Or if you're thinking that, like I've already played stuff that I would put ahead of it this year, or is this like what you've played so far this year? This is the best one. I think what I've played so far this year is probably the best one. Like, okay. and I've mentioned it here before theater rhythm is fantastic. That is sure. in like a top three. Like I know that's there mm-hmm. when I pit it against Zelda, those two are probably back and forth. Okay. Uh, very much so for me. Uh, so fair. it's like those two are probably battling for my top two at the moment. But sure. That's, okay. that's where I'm at with. That with makes it sense. Right now. I was just curious where you're at with it. I mean, I, I again, we had talked before we started recording, but like my plan on this game is to beat it before the end of the year. Like, I don't want to. I know you were trying to get it done before Final Fantasy comes out. I'm looking at it as like this is a game that I'm going to like pick at over the course of the next, you know, six, seven months. You know, and I'll probably still That's put good. in 70 to 100 hours, but it's not going to be in three weeks. You know what I mean? It's going to be yeah. in months. So I'll play it for a half hour here, half hour here and drop in and out of it. But I, I still have 100 percent plan on at least attempting to beat this game. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you think specifically, Craig, after you don't you're done shipping away. I'm still mm-hmm. planning on having it done by Final Fantasy 16. I can't. I can't. <laughs> And like for the reasons for the Diablo four reasons that we'll talk about in a second, I can't have that. I can't have all of the, I can't have those three games going at the same time. I yeah, can't good luck. <laughs> you should uh, work. You should, you should pick one and it should probably be Zelda. I would say, um, because I don't know. I mean, we can get into Diablo if you want, but like even Diablo is a game where like you can beat the campaign, but like in a Diablo game, that's the beginning. Like you beat that campaign and then you go back in under the higher world tiers and then you start doing the instances and, and all the different bosses. And, you know, it's, that's a hundred to 500 hour game right there easily. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Diablo four. Do you want to get into it since we both played it? Yes. Uh, f- first thing I, I notice yeah. is blizzard is still the best at cutscenes. They, yeah. uh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> my good you're They're talking just... about the opening cutscene <laughs> or any yeah. cutscene. yeah the beginning one's pretty good um pretty good i think i mean when i objectively look at diablo 4 it's more diablo at its core which for me is perfect um i play diablo like like craig like you play zelda whereas i have my here's my main objective but i will stop at every nook and cranny along the way 
and I'm like, oh, let me go check out this this uh, seller over here or whatever. And I think where I'm having the most fun so far is these sellers in these different areas on the map that show yeah. up, these optional areas that you go to. I keep going and I'm like, for instance, today I had like, I was like, I'm going to do this one side mission. So I start the side mission. I have somebody with me. And then I see one of those dungeon slash sellers off to the side. I'm like, let me go grab that real quick. That real quick turned into a 45 minute dungeon. And I was like, yeah. holy cow, this thing just keeps going. But I was having fun, but I was like, this is like, it's so like you either go into this place and it's very tiny and it says kill all the people and it takes you 30 seconds and you get a chest or you go into one and it's like this massive area massive. that takes you up to an hour to get through. And then you get back out and you're like, wait, what was I doing again? Oh yeah, that's right. I was doing this side mission. Um, it's funny when you look at like your missions on the map screen and it says that technically I'm high enough level to do all three acts now. And I still haven't barely even started act yeah. one. Just like, yeah. There's so many side missions and, and just random stuff. And like the, I'm even enjoying the, uh, like the little red circles that show up on the mat for instances where you'll just go and it's yeah. like, kill all Somebody's these people. In trouble or yeah. Something. yeah. So cool. Um, it looks good. Uh, it's it's running pretty well on my computer. I haven't had any issues. I had an issue. Yes, Saturday. I couldn't log in um, in the afternoon. I couldn't get in until the nighttime, but it seems like that's all cleaned up now. I haven't had any issues since then. Um, I've been sticking with the rogue. Uh, and then once I I just wanted to stick with one to see the story and get through the campaign. And then I might start branching out with the other characters. But so far. It controls well. Um, I think the the in-game cutscenes are better than Diablo 3 was. And there's just an overwhelming amount of things to do uh, that I I feel like this is going to be... I'm going to be playing this for as long as I played Diablo 3, which was like years, honestly. This is going to be a game I consistently come back to. I really don't have any negatives. Do you have any negatives? I don't. Yeah. Um, I didn't experience any issues when I played either. Um, I know that there's certain people did, um, mm -hmm. even though not everybody has access to it yet. Right. Uh, but like regarding the content, if this is like all the stuff that they have now and they promised how much they're going to be releasing and releasing and releasing, this is going to be a, a, a overtime masterpiece, I think. And mm -hmm. I hope I don't eat my words with using the word masterpiece, but I just got a feeling, you know, I got a yeah. feeling the ambiance is fantastic. The sounds get yourself a pair of noise canceling <laughs> headphones. If you do yep. not own one, because the combination of the eerie music that does have transitionals to different types of music, depending on where you are to the sound of whatever you haven't seen in the darkness that's running at you is awesome. It's just awesome. And it's got its Diablo flair where, they kind of hit you with a lot of blood and gore out the gate. Everybody who is a human, I feel sad for them living in this type of world because there's yeah. a lot of crappy stuff going on. They give a wonderful introduction to Lilith in the beginning of the game. All I got to say is skin cape. Yep. All I got to say is skin, skin cape. cape. I was watching it and I was like, yes, the voice is spot on with her. She sounds great. She's got like a, oh my God, who's the woman that plays Domino? In the movie Domino, um, Karen Knightley. It's the same person who was. It was the same person who was Cersei 
oh. in um, Game of Thrones. It's got she's got kind of like that type of voice where you could mm-hmm. picture her being somebody that leads the masses with a very calm, motherly voice as they point to very much. Um, yes. Great character there. Her second in command is also awesome as well. Or son, I guess. Second son, whatever, yeah. whatever relation he has to her. Um, I forget. But I'm like you, Craig. I, uh, I'll i pick up somebody in town who says like, hey, my husband went over here and I haven't seen him again. That's everybody's storyline. It's everybody. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but everybody's losing all their friends and family in this world. And then you go out and then you see a seller. And like you like you were saying, you stop. And maybe it's one of those ones where it takes five minutes to beat, kill all the enemies. You got a chest and leave. Or it ends up being a 45-minute one. But you have fun, yep. you know, while you're doing it. Um, I'm doing Necromancer, like I said earlier in the podcast. It, it's great. I was a little bit worried. I have a Diablo problem where I'll start. And I think that my character will not be good endgame based off the character I choose. So then I restarted. So <laughs> thank, thankfully, Craig was the voice of reason for me and said, stick with the necromancer. And I stuck with uh, stuck with them. And um, I'm loving the type of gameplay that I'm getting there. I just wanted fun with raising the dead and having bone and blood abilities. Uh, I almost went druid. Okay. But um, I did druid in a, in a Diablo game in the past. Um, so it's, it's great. Uh, I, I, I'm saying first impressions, top eight. Yeah. I may change, but I'm saying top eight. It runs, it runs smoothly and it's, it's just a great time. It's, it's just, it's just a great time. So I can't wait to play more of it. This, I think, yeah, it's tough. I maybe top five so far. We'll see. Um, I think the only thing I can knock for it, I was trying to think of anything is I feel like the skill tree is a little overwhelming. There's just so many options of like different That's abilities. Um, and I, that kind of goes back to like, I don't have a whole lot of experience in World of Warcraft. And I'm sure somebody coming from like World of Warcraft and be like, yeah, I have like 80,000 abilities. It's whatever. But for me, I'm just like, I'm trying to map all these abilities to like the side buttons on my mouse so I can like easily access them. And then I still have to use the keyboard as well. So I'm like trying to smack all these buttons at the, you know, as I'm playing. Um, but it is like there's so many different ways you can build your character out just between each class. Like um, even in mine, like I always lean more towards like staying far away from the enemies and hitting them from very far away. But there's a ton of options in that class for up close too. Um, so I found myself kind of balancing between the two to be like, I want to stay far away, but if my ability, you know, like my mana as it used to be is draining, I have my up close that will help raise my mana up quicker so I can get back to my more powerful spells um, or, you know, long range weapons. But yeah, it's a, it's an incredible game. I really don't think they could have asked for a better release. We'll see how it goes. Tuesday, I think is when it officially comes out. Right. Yes. Yes. We'll see if the servers die again, (laughs) they might. Um, But so far it's been pretty good. I think the longest I waited on that first day was like five minutes to get in. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah, I might I, stay away from it fully on Tuesday. Really? Uh, just to, I mean, just yeah. If I don't get in very quickly, I, like like you said, I don't know how the servers are going to be that day because right. it's it's getting so much so much good attention, and that's already building up more of the hype for the people who bought the standard version of the game or haven't bought it yet and just want to buy it that day. Yep. But 
Holy yeah. mackerel, they got something here. I now I need to play more Zelda, and this probably doesn't surprise people coming from me, but I think I might put it ahead of Zelda right now. Yeah, I think it might be better game. Better unless, polish. unless Barry's ending is going to touch me <laughs> the way it touched Barry. Sure. I'm going to say right now. I don't know. Actually, I can't. I can't yet. I yeah, can't. that's a that's a tough one. And Diablo is not one for like an ending that's going to blow your mind. Like most people don't play Diablo for the story. Let's be honest. We're just playing it to get better gear and sell the old gear and and salvage it and you know upgrade our stats. That's all we're doing. We I me personally, I could care less about the story. I really don't care. Um, so I don't think the ending of Diablo is going to overtake the ending of Zelda at all. Uh, um all right street fighter six and get into that real quick talk about it uh this game is beautiful uh i don't even like fighting games other than marvel versus capcom and uh man this game is incredible it's absolutely incredible um the story mode world tour is insanely well done um it's the best way for somebody like me who's not like I've played a lot of Street Fighter in my life, but I'm not good at it. So it's a good way to introduce you to the game. Um, it kind of plays like a Yakuza game. You kind of walk around these these cities and you know getting fights on the street, and you're doing these missions and side missions and leveling up your creative character and all that kind of stuff. It's very detailed for a fighting game, like side thought. You know what I mean? Um, so I really like World Tour. I think it's very cool. It's just when you when you just straight up play this game, like just play normal Street Fighter Six, the animations for the intros are incredibly beautiful. The loading screens are incredible. The when you before you start the match and they're they're doing like their poses are insane. Um, it just it's so it's like buttery smooth, um, incredible. And uh, on the other side of that, like I'm not going to play online that much because I know my limit. And I know I'm going to get killed, <laughs> but the area you can walk around uh, for multiplayer is insanely well done. Um, you can go and there's like rows of like arcade cabinets for Street Fighter Six. You go sit down and you can get a match, um, or you can go around with your created character and just kind of do a whole bunch of different things. Um, show off your created character. Uh, it has like a giant screen at the top who will tell you like, hey, this is the person who's won the most matches today. You know, this is the person who has the longest streak. Um, or you can anno- ignore all that and just go straight multiplayer matches and it'll just find one for you. And you don't have to Sick. go into that if you don't want to. But man, like this is. I guess we're going to have to wait and see like the diehard, like extremely good Street Fighter fans if they like this game. Um, but for somebody who's like a casual there's three different way control schemes. Um, so you can start off on the easiest one and kind of work your way up to the classic street fighter controls and kind of learn your way um, and do it that way, which is what I'm doing, but I'm having a blast. Like I really am. It's been perfect. Like play a bunch of Diablo and then play a couple of matches of street fighter. It's just been like yeah. incredibly good. Um, this one might actually end up on a list somewhere for me. We'll see. It's hard to pick a, a fighting game. Um, yeah. I feel like it's going to be a battle between this and Mortal Kombat this year, though. <laughs> what do you think about uh, people um, or like, let's say the developers of Mortal Kombat are taking a look and being like, oh, man, and like kind of maybe trying to like stick some things in there because mm-hmm. like you have 
this is a bad year for them to come out with right. something, you know, that yeah. and they've already announced it too. But I don't know. Could this be yeah. a uh, autopsy simulator? <laughs> um, oh my god, what's the other game? Mortuary uh, assistant. Mortuary assistant. Where maybe like, mortuary. We're like uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, 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 that's still not. That still right. doesn't have a date. Right. As I don't we know. found out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we have to. We'll see. I, I just think that Street Fighter Five was so bad that they had to just go back and be like, "All right, how do we redeem ourselves?" And I think they did. Uh, I think they're going to be in a good spot for a while with this one. Um, yeah. So 100. percent Like I would recommend this to just about anybody. But I think if you're not a fighting game fan like we aren't, maybe wait until it's not seventy dollars. Maybe like a thirty or forty dollar sale is probably worth it. Unless you just decide that you're going to dedicate your life to becoming a good Street Fighter fight, you know, player, which I'm yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, um, good. One, one thing, just one more thing before yeah. we go on. We're probably, we could have another category for the end of the year, and it's going to be studio that has the best year, and Capcom is already Capcom. number one. So, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's Capcom all the way. They're killing it. Um, all right. Let me do this Apex rant real quick. Um, so, I've been playing a ton of Apex. Everybody knows that. Um, That's been my go-to for when I don't want to play anything serious. I've been trying to do the ranked thing um, because that's always fun. I went into it with like this. I want to make a solid attempt to get to Predator, right? Like the top uh, Apex rank. Okay. Uh, That was my, this is my goal, right? And I was like, I want to see how high I can get playing by myself with random people. And just see how far I can go, right? It's a good way to test how good you think you are. Um, now, they've changed the way the the rank system works now. So I'm in uh, Platinum right now. And the way it works is up until now, it might change once I get up higher. But every game I go into, I'm negative 35 points, right? It doesn't matter if I'm Platinum, Gold, Silver, Bronze. It's negative 35. When you get to the final 10 teams remaining, you're in the positive. Right. Like you're not losing points at that point. Um, but if you kill people like before the top 10 teams are left, you don't really see any points going towards it. So like if I kill four people and my team dies 12, I'm still negative 35. Right. Like I'm still taking a loss. It it encourages you to play as a team to get to the top 10 teams. Right. What I'm seeing now when I got to platinum and this is where the rank comes in is in overabundance of people uh, as soon as you jump out to land, going off on their own and hiding up on some high wall and not moving until the top 10. It's like it's happening almost every other game for me now. And it's because of the new ranking system where there's no incentive to go kill anything until top 10. So all these teams like are having these random people like I'm going to go hide in a bush or a tree or way up high where nobody's going to see me um, and screw my team. Right. I don't, they don't care. Uh, And it's just been like this massive headache where I'm like, I don't think it's possible for me to play it without two other people at this point because Mm -hmm. it's so bad. So I don't know why they decided to change the way the point system works, where it almost feels like killing people is pointless. Um, I don't know why, what their you know thought process is, but like it's really starting to get under my skin, and I'm like reporting every single person who does it, 
but there's mm. got to be a better way. I don't know how Call of Duty does it because they have ranked now. Um, I don't know how they do it, but there's got to be a better way to prevent that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what yeah, it is. The game. It does because everybody is so concerned about the rank, right? They like they'll. I mean, they'll rat it out so they can get to Predator or Diamond or whatever, and they don't care. Um, in like me getting angry and yelling at them on the mic, they could care less. You know, they just sit there and like, I don't care. I'm getting points. Leave if you want. I'm not going to come revive you. That's every game. And I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> it makes me want to throw my controller. Yeah. Um, but maybe a better reporting system, something. I don't know. There's, there's got to be maybe. an answer. And maybe they'll look at it and realize, oh man, this wasn't a good idea. But yeah, Apex, please fix it, please. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting yeah, so angry. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I played. Okay. So, uh, we'll then get into movies and TV shows for this week. For me, I watched Sazam Fury of the Gods, Spider-Verse Across the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. and the Ted Lasso finale. Uh, I also watched the Ted Lasso finale, and I also watched Spider-Man. You I didn't, didn't watch, watch anything. anything. I knew it was okay. coming. I knew it yeah, was coming. He's been playing. He's been. He's played too much Diablo and uh, Zelda. Go ahead, guys. I will. But look, I'll, once I'll, you finish uh, Zelda, you're free. Your yep. shackles, yes. they're I gone. <laughs> uh, you guys talk. I'll say things like, "Oh wow, that's interesting," or "Wow, that that movie was great," or whatever. <laughs> that was uh, a great movie. I'll talk about Shazam first, just because sure. that's the one thing that we have both haven't watched. Uh, Shazam: Fear of the Gods. Uh, just overall, it was okay. Uh, I watched the movie. I didn't think it was really anything special. Um, you know, it's it just feels like, you know, family this, family that, my family, keeping family together. Um, I thought the ending would have been kind of cool if they killed off Shazam. That would have been, that would have been like, maybe Agreed. redeemed it for me a bit more. Uh, yep. But they, they didn't kill Shazam. He just, you know, Gal Gadot makes a very, very uh, yes. short appearance for plot reasons. And he's back to life like I and I get that DC is changing and that James Gunn is now, you know, really going to be heading everything. But I just think it would be cool if one of these superhero movies like it's at least in the DC, especially too, just like, you know, Shazam, like or may or maybe like, you know, Billy, this iteration of Billy Batson dies or something like that. But I just thought it would have been cool for like. An ultimate sacrifice that actually ha- means something, you know, like with um, with Superman, when Superman died, you know, we had the Snyder Cut where, you know, all the crime and everything is going crazy and things like that. So it's, it's just that kind of thing I wish they did. But overall, I thought the movie was all right. What what about the um, I know you personally, I think you should have died as well and not come back. But how do you feel about the after credit scene? Did you watch I it? I was. Well, I was really confused. I don't, I don't get it. You don't get like, it. <laughs> okay, you're talking, you're talking about the Mad Doctor talking to the caterpillar thing, right? Nope, the one after that. The one after that? Yeah. Oh snap! Huh? There is I, one after that. Is, it's is, uh, is, go ahead. Doesn't he face off? Or is it? I know they're supposed to face off against Black Adam, right? Is that what? No. Is that what you're talking that, about? That was the original plan, but. Uh, the okay. Rock didn't want to do it. Okay. Um, oh yeah, so that's right. He, he didn't I want to remember that. Just enlighten me then, because I'm I'm confused. There are two characters that show up in the end credit scene from Peacemaker. 
Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. And then the Justice Society. So they're going to bring Shazam into Peacemaker. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, o- no, I'm I do okay with that. that. Like yeah. John Cena and Zachary Levi together. That's mm. cool. Like that's cool. That is a nice combo. Yeah. <laughs> like I was the movie itself. I was kind of like, eh, it's okay. But that end credit scene, I was like, you know what? I would rather watch Shazam in a Peacemaker TV show than in a standalone movie. Personally. Yeah. Like I think yeah. he, he works better in a TV show aspect. Hmm. But yeah, no, overall, yeah, that, it's kind of a meh movie. Yeah, like it has the potential, like for like a peacemaker, like Shazam is to. It has potential to like really be, you know, peacemaker's kind of off the rails, mm-hmm. and to see how he may influence like Shazam because he's really a kid. Yeah. Um, so it's it's that kind of thing. But you want to get into Ted Lasso then? Yeah, we can do that. We have to be careful because he's still not caught up over here. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. And like Ted Lasso, like it ended how I thought. Like mm-hmm. there's no, I, 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 I didn't really think it was going to do anything crazy. The only like thing for me in that this season kind of missed. Oh, man. Okay. So here's how I'll say it. Sure. It feels like all the important scenes in this, like in that should be in the show are not. Yep. Like 100%. Uh, and this final, this finale opens up in a really weird way. That I was like, like, it was funny, but I have no idea what's going on. But there is like overall this season, I still think it's written like I still enjoyed like the Ted Lasso and everything like that. But it was it just felt like every major moment I never got to see, which then like makes me feel, you know, because like the whole point of it was like being part of seeing that team go through all of its trials and tribulations. And there is one thing in particular that like should have been shown, like really should have been shown. And you might know what I'm talking yep. about. Right? Yep. And they kind of gloss over it without any, they, yeah. they don't even mention or show it, but oh, it's, wow. it's crazy. Um, I, I still enjoyed the ending. Uh, I'm, I'm okay if it ends here, it, yep. it does not need to do anything else, but Apple TV is not calling it the series finale. They're calling it a season finale. So right. we may get more just without certain characters. Right. And I think mm-hmm. um, I was uh, reading like they had a Reddit AMA with um, Coach Beard, right, who is the, yeah. one of the writers on the show. Um, and they specifically asked their like, you know, what's the thought on the show? Are you done? Are you going to come back and make more and do different, you know, different people or what, what are you doing? And his answer was the same. It's like we're going to take a step back and breathe. And then really sit down and be like, do we need to do more? Do we want to do more? Or do we leave it as is? I'm of the opinion that you should probably just leave it as it is. Because I think there's um, there's a moment at the end that I kind of thought like there was a another team brought up, right? Yeah, yep. Um, and I was like, they could go that way. Would I be interested? Probably not. Um, but they could do that if they wanted to. Um, I just think it's probably for the best that they let it go because when I look at this season, to me, the season was good, but I felt like it was like, they were kind of running out of what ideas of what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, all right, now what do we do? All right. Well, we obviously got to make this all wrap itself back together nicely, which they kind of did, uh, I guess. Um, they had some, some choices I wasn't really a fan of. But overall, I think it was still a, an enjoyable 
season and series. Mm-hmm. First two yep. seasons are incredible. Yeah. Um, third one, I'm, I feel like is like it's good. Uh, but like a lot of shows, once you get towards the end, it's like they kind of I don't know if they're running out of ideas or whatever it is, but you kind of fall off a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, it was in, enjoyable for the most part. Okay. But yeah, Spider-Verse. Yeah, let's do Spider-Man. <laughs> the the only thing I will say is they could go back to this, but drop like drop the name, call it yeah. Richmond. You can Something do that. Something like that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd be okay with a that. A rebrand. Yeah, yeah like, a, like a rebranding sort of thing. I, I guess I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And then have nothing to do with it anymore right. after right. that. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse. Um, man. What kind of face is that, Barry? I It's kind of a loss for words just because yeah. this movie is fantastic. It's real good. It's real good. It is this is probably <laughs> one worried. of the, this is probably yeah. one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I I'm a, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is the animation, you didn't think they could top it, they topped it. Like mm-hmm. they the the animation looks even better than what the first one did. It just feels like and it and they did this with like um you know, robot, you know, what was it? Something with the Mitchells. We are the Mitchells is what it was uh, like. It just yeah. feels like Sony Animation Studios is just in a, a whole nother universe. Yeah, they're a whole pulling away from they're pulling away from Disney. Yeah, like they're in mm-hmm. a whole nother it, for, for, uh, for lack of a better term, Spider-Verse. And yep. like their uh, animation style is just a hundred and ten percent crazy. Yeah. Um, it's it is it, yeah like i left that theater just stu- like it, it, it's one of it, i left that theater very enjoyed about what it was doing um gwen gets a bigger part in this film which i think she deserved quite rightly uh miles also is definitely grown you kind of learn that you liked i liked spot i yeah, didn't expect to cool. i didn't know much about him but spot was cool his motivations are there um Miles and and my, they do such a great job of like making Miles a teenager, but not like an a hole teenager. Yep. Like going through teenage years is such like a turbulent time for any teenager, and they did it in mm-hmm. a way that makes Miles relatable. Um, yeah, there there isn't enough good I can say like about the movie. Like it does start a little slow, but once you get on that Spider Verse train, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Um, How long is it? Two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a half hours. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty I don't long. say that much. <laughs> I like that. It, it really is incredible. It, yeah. it uh, I know why this movie's doing as well as it is. Um, it was funny. I had to, uh, like my uh, my friend asked me because he knew I saw the Spider Verse. Hey, should I get tickets? And I'm like, brother, do you see all the positive stuff going on about it? Like, <laughs> I don't need to tell you. You get yeah. the ticket. Like yep. that. That like that was it. There. Um, it was. Yeah, Craig. I'll let you talk a little bit about it if you want but yeah um, i am yeah i mean still this awe. this year's been tough because like i feel like i walked out of the theater for john wick and i was like one of the best action movies i've ever seen hands down number one movie this year good luck topping that and then i go see guardians and i'm like oh man that's pretty good and then yeah. i walk out of spider-man and i'm like oh man that's pretty good. <laughs> so I feel like you have to, I'm going to have to reevaluate at the end of the year. I think action wise, I think John wick is still a better movie than Spider-Man, but like Spider-Man is just like, man, they take everything that works in the first one 
and just multiply it by like 50. Um, there's so many like cameos and like all the different. It's the same thing when we watch Doctor Strange and you're looking at all the different universes, but this is like all the Spider-Mans in the different universes and you're looking at all the different Spider-Man. We even get to see the Insomniac Spider-Man from the game, mm. um, which was cool. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like I jinxed myself because I said that I haven't seen movies end on a uh, cliffhanger in a, like years and years and then fast and furious is like cliffhanger spider-man's cliffhanger <laughs> yeah. like all of a sudden everybody's like oh we heard you we're gonna hit you with cliffhangers <laughs> and now you're like all right so when does the next spider-man and fast and furious come out because i'm waiting let's go i need to yeah, know <laughs> if there's one issue i have with spider-verse it's the fact that we have to wait till march yeah. to get it like i was yep. i was really ho- like it it's riding on such a high train right now you mm-hmm. want it to be like I was hoping November, but then of when this I looked year? at yeah, I was hoping November of this mm-hmm. year. But mm-hmm. it's and, and like I guess I get it. The animation style, the way they do it, is taxing from what I understand and from what I read. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll, I I will wait. But it just feels like <laughs> if you were trying to climb the ladder of momentum, sure. like you want to have that next Spider Verse movie out as soon as possible. I mean, there was a healthy distance between the the two final Avengers movies too, and that and, was like and, ultimate. Yeah, that was yeah. ultimate to be continued. Oh, I felt like we waited yeah. a year at least. Man, and maybe you're right. Maybe it was a year. Of a Spider Man cliffhanger. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I don't mind waiting be, a yeah, year. I might be too hard on it. Like, I don't know why I why I remember being the gap between Infinity War and Endgame being shorter than a year. Um, I'm gonna have to look because I feel than, like it was than long. This. But maybe I might. Yeah, I may just be hard on it. But it's just because. Uh, Let me see. And and I'll be the first one to admit I am a Miles Morales diehard. I love yep. Miles Morales. Um, he he's and I think it's primarily because he's the Spider-Man I connect to most. Um, mm-hmm. As as a Latino person, and I imagine like with Craig, you know, not to point yes. out the obvious, but you may get it as well. Like, no, no, I do. I do connect with them as well uh, for for a similar reason as well. Yeah. Um, so it's just like to have and I feel like they've only really done this with Spider-Man and maybe I'm just not too much into comics. It's just because we see more Spider-Man than anybody else. But, you know, like we have so many different iterations of Spider-Man at this point that it seems like there is a Spider-Man that anyone can connect to. Yeah, and yeah, it is. very, And I, I don't see that in like Thor. <laughs> I don't see that with anyone else. And I guess that has to do with a lot with, um, with Stan's mentality is like anybody can put on that, you know, the mask. Yep. And I guess that's what the whole driving point of this is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Infinity war came out April 27, 2018 and game came out April 26, 2019. So oh, okay. See, so yeah, I'm just, wow. I'm just being hard. I'm year. being, yeah. Yep. I'm just being hard. That was a long year. I'm sorry, Spider-Verse. It was a long year. That was a long year. Oh my God. I was counting down the days. It was just counting down the days between Lord of the Rings movies and the Matrix movies was the same thing. (laughs) And Star Wars, right? Like I was, I had Star Wars. I had a calendar that I was Xing off days um, between like episodes one and three. I was diehard. Same thing with Lord of the Rings, but. Yeah. If you bring that up, I was the same way. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. After two towers was done, I was like, "Can we please?" <laughs> that was a get big cliffhanger. The... Yes, oh mm-hmm. my God. but yeah, I think, um, man, it's it's good. 
there's been a lot of good Marvel movies this year. Um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, I think, is the top. Guardians is right there. Um, Ant-Man was okay. I think that's the bottom. Yeah, I was going to say, there is a huge gap. Between there is. Those there two. is. I still like Ant-Man, but it's definitely the lowest. Um, I think Guardians is... I think it's close to, to Spider-Man, though. I really do. Um, so, yeah, it's another, another good year for Marvel. After... You know, everybody's kind of been down on Marvel a little bit, I feel like. Um, do you think now's the time, though, that we bring live action Miles Morales in? So, Please. like, the, and, oh. yeah, like, I guess the main thing there is and from from what I understand about Miles Morales and what I've read is like his villains just aren't there. Like right. he doesn't, I guess, have the same repertoire of villains as like the regular Spider-Man. As we'll yeah, Peter it. Parker. Yeah, but so, we have. You have such an emphasis, like they're going towards Young Avengers, right? They're all being yeah. set up. There, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, I feel like now would be the perfect time to bring Miles in to be yeah. with the Young Avengers. I m- imagine working that contract out with Sony and Marvel. Yeah, because oh, it. Just, we were like, was just, I was yeah, talking I about it yesterday, and I was like, you know, they need to bring Miles in. But I think the problem is, is my first reaction was like, well, just bring in the person who's doing his voice. But the person doing his voice is a little bit older. He's not exactly yeah. a teenager. <laughs> he's like, wow. I think he's in like his 20s or 30s. Um, yeah, I, I do think the voice actor for Miles in the Spider-Man game is younger. You could bring um, him in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Ta- I'll take a look at that. While yeah. you're, uh, I mean, that would be that's a tough, you know, role to fill. But I do think it's time is right. Yeah. Just with the emphasis on younger Avengers and phasing out these older ones, um, that's I think that's what you do. Bring him into the next Spider-Man live action movie. Why not? Yeah, because you know they have yeah they have that plan. They have their phases. Yep. You know that type yep. of thing. So I think you bring um, him into Spider-Man's movie and then you give him his own. Mm-hmm. I don't know. By I, the way, good. If we're if we're thinking of a battle between which studio is having the best year, I guess we call it Marvel. Mm-hmm. versus Capcom uh, like the video oh game. He's 26. He's 26. And he might be a little yeah. too old then. I mean, Miles well, is supposed to be like 15 or 16. Isn't it like the standard age for somebody playing a teenager anyway? It's Aren't true. Like 26 <laughs> and it's they're true. playing like an 18. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't know. I, I don't think there's any plans really for Miles. And I it just blows my mind that there isn't. Well, no, they say they're talking about bringing him like a live action development. Mm-hmm. But I just know that like it feels like every time that Sony and Marvel are thinking about working together, like apparently the contract disputes are just each tried each side trying to suck each other dry. Right. Of like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, no, we get this percent of merchandise. No, we get this <laughs> percent of, you know, the, the movie making. Right. It's just like, wow, you guys are like. And Sony's never giving up Spider-Man rights. You can't. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, yep. there is no way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't even think any amount of money in the world nope. Sony would sell Spider-Man right now because the Not like, Spider-Man is the by far the most popular like per like superhero right now. And mm-hmm. he oh, is Yes. And I and I and it's not close, is what I'm trying to say. Like yeah. is he is eons away, like above anybody that, you know, Marvel or DC or any comic book, you know, has it's right. that Spider-Man is the pinnacle at the moment. So it's 
Sony's probably just laughing at that deal that they made to buy Spider-Man and laughing at, you know, a billion dollar company laughing at another billion dollar company. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because Disney could afford to, you know, put a big offer into the Spider-Man rights. But yeah, I don't think Sony gives that up. I wouldn't if I was Sony. Oh, no, 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 no. I'd be holding on to that dearly. Um, Yeah. And on top of that, too, I don't know if you get projects like Spider-Verse with Marvel. I don't think you... I don't think yeah. you do because um, like it even like in, into the Spider-Verse with such like a and, and I remember that first movie coming out originally, mm-hmm. like not a lot of people were biting at the, you know, biting at the bit to watch that movie. But then reviews came out yep. and started to like get, you know, pump up, you know, pump up the movie more. And now mm-hmm. and that's what I mean. I just don't think Sony took that chance where I don't think Mar- you know, I don't think Disney does. If they do, no, it's on fair. Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put it exactly. on there. Yeah, it's Spider-Man and Friends, the five-year-old version. That, uh, I wouldn't, yeah. There which you apparently go. is good. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Craig, you now need to see Spider-Verse. That's what yep. we're going to go with. Yeah, like that. If there's yes. one job that I give you, yeah, go I need you to stop playing thing. Zelda for like two and a half hours. Go see <laughs> but Dad... No, so- <laughs> Three hours of your life you can give give up Zelda for Spider Man. I'll go watch it again with you. I, oh, I I'm already at the point where I'll go watch it again. Uh, <laughs> oh, to be wow, honest. Okay. So if if you need someone to go see it with, call me up and I'll go yep. with you to see it. We'll so. we'll do. We'll do. That's enticing. <laughs> Is it now? <laughs> yeah. The old Barry but, date. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to thank everybody for listening and enjoying the podcast. Hopefully you did enjoy it. And if you did, please make sure to rate it on your podcast listening platform of choice. Make sure you like it and share it with people you think might like to hear our random thoughts about the Spider-Verse or um, Zelda at this point. Hopefully my Zelda impressions weren't too spoilery. Like, do you feel like they, they were? Weren't. Craig or no, I don't, no, I don't think good. they were. I don't think they were. The moment emotion gets into it, people are like, I didn't even want to know the emotions of it. And it's like, well, you're listening to anything. Zelda yeah. at this point. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like, subscribe, and comment with what you think our deci- you know, what you think of our thoughts and everything like that. I'd love to hear what people thought about the ending of Zelda, probably with spoiler marks, uh, if you can. <laughs> and uh, probably what you think of Spider-Verse, because it, ju- it does seem like everybody in the world loves it. I've, does anybody hate it? I've, Not that I saw. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if as if there's someone who hates it, I kind of want to know why. Almost at this point, I do get the animations a little. Maybe not for everybody. Regardless, yeah. thank you for listening. It's always a pleasure. We'll see you guys next time. See Bye. you later. Bye, guys.